What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Saucy, or as he's still known, uh, Swanito. Uh, once again, on the next podcast. He didn't yeah, I, didn't, I forgot to change my name, but that's all right. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there again because we're going to talk about the Mr. Juanito a bit later in the show as the hobby plot thickens, uh, as the title suggests. And then... Um, Oh, man, it's gotten it's gotten weirder and weirder and funnier and funnier if you ask me because um, it's a bit of a catch me if you can situation. Uh, I'll uh, uh, I forget what the guy's name is actually. DiCaprio. Called, but, uh, oh, it's DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can, and Tom yeah. Hanks, who's uh, Rahul at the moment, trying to catch him. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. Um, and Darren Ravel's trying to get him, and everyone's trying to get him, and everything's just coming out like crazy at the moment. All sorts of shit. So, anyway, we leave it to the experts. We just give an opinion. It's probably wrong, according to everyone, but that's fine. We couldn't give a flying you-know-what. Uh, anyway, so as we've got a bit on, a lot's happened in the last week. Uh, we had the uh, international break. We're not covering that. We're not covering Portugal beating Luxembourg 9-0. How does that count? How does anything count? The only game that was good was the Germany-France game, where Germany beat France 2-1. They actually played decent opposition. Italy lost to Macedonia again. They beat Ukraine 2 1 in the second it's game. Okay. Yeah, fuck. Better step it up, Italia. Come on. Uh, but we're starting with uh, the AFL, mate, because we had week one of the finals. And uh, there were some ripping games in here. And we're going to start off with um, the one that got away, I think, for the Demons on Thursday night. Uh, they lose this game 9 6 60 to 7 11 53 against the Pies. Uh, 32 more inside 50s than the Pies. Melbourne had sores, and they lost this game by seven points. I, I don't know how. You were I don't messaging know how they... me the whole time going, like, how are they losing this game? I, I, I was baffled that they were winning the ball. They were winning around the contest. Like, obviously, Colin was, was doing well, but... Geez, the, the inability to lower the eyes going inside 50 and hit up targets and just continually bombing it in, bombing it in, bombing it in, mate, it played right into Collingwood's hands. You know, they were able to rebound out of 50. Uh, when they were able to get that fast rebound, they they moved the ball really quick. They got great leg speed going the other way, and they were able to make them pay. Um, you know, Collingwood's ball inside into the forward 50 was a lot more cleaner, a lot more uh, precision to it. You can tell uh, they they look more cleaner, you know, just overall. And they probably deserve to win the game just because the way that they went forward and executed when they went forward. I mean, they had, what, 40 inside 50 still, which is, you know, low in the essence that, you know, they got slapped by 20, uh, you know, by Melbourne in terms of inside 50s. But those were quality inside 50s because they were able to score from a majority of them. So, um you know, they probably deserve the win in the end. They, they make the prelim final. Melbourne uh, have to go back to the drawing board this week. They they, they can't do that same bombing in long tech, uh, tactic to Carlton. You know, you've got Wiedering down there. You've got Newman. You've got, you know, guys who have been picking off March Bang, picking off guys all season. You do the same thing. I reckon the same thing will happen because, uh, you know, uh, although uh, Carlton's ball moving earlier on the season from, uh, you know, defensive half to forward half was – pretty average it's improved in the second half of the season that's what's seen them go on this amazing run so their ball movement from the back half is really really good as well so it'll be interesting to see how, how that game plays out but you know melbourne have to be better going forward they, they got enough there and i mean, obviously i picked them to win the flag at the start of the season i'm still you know they can still can do it 
Obviously, you know, big uh, Angus Brayshaw is going to be out with the, the the concussion, and you know they copped another injury there as well. So, look, they're going to have to overcome them, uh, but they got to be better going forward. I mean, seventy inside fifty was sixty nine or seventy was nearly seventy. How do you not win the game of football? How? How? I don't know. I, I, it was baffling to watch, to be honest. Uh, we saw Petrarca light it up in the second half as well. He was just good. put on an absolute clinic. Uh, same with Max Gorn. Max Gorn dominated so much that they had to sub out their number one ruckman, Collingwood, because he couldn't do anything against him. Cameron got given an absolute bath. Um, I don't know. Uh, thoughts on the Maynard incident? Obviously, Bruzzy got off. N- no suspension. Your thoughts um, on that incident, knocking out Brayshaw? Should he have got a week, two weeks? Oh, I don't no, know. You're uh, happy with the result? Yeah, probably, because it's a football in action. Like, he's tried to, you know, jump up to smother the handball, and he can't – if he comes down and keeps his hands up and his chest hits him on the chin, how is that any different? He's going to probably get concussed anyway. You know, what is he come down and then grab the player around, like, tackling without the ball and then give away a free kick? Like, what's the go? Like, where, He's what jumping he forward too. He's jumping forward. It's not like he ran full pelt at him, stopped – and then jump straight up. Like, you're jumping forward with all your momentum. It's pretty hard not to make contact when you're jumping forward. Like, if and everyone said he turned his... Dummy, mate, he would have been in the air, he would have been around and slotting one from 40 out straight in front, mate. But, uh, you know, he decided to go the up over the handball. He wanted to make a play on the ball. You, you can't deny the bloke has to have an opportunity to play the ball. All right, he didn't get it, but... Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's just a, it's one of those just enough. unfortunate one of those unfortunate incidents, in my opinion. That's it. There was no malice in it. People said, "Oh, but Maynard turned in midair." It is if you haven't played. Well, they timed it. He sport, had like point eight of a second to react. Yeah, but if you haven't, like yeah, but and, and everything looks so much worse in slow motion. If yeah, I have exactly. to see shit played in slow motion every four seconds to say, "Oh, he intentionally did this," shut the hell up, the, mate. Everything looks so much worse in slow motion. In real time, it's like, what are you meant to do with that? Um, the other thing, too, was when he lifted his arm, everyone's like, oh, he turned his body into him. It is natural for any person to lift their arm to protect themselves playing sport. When you're about to have impact with someone, they don't just run up to you and go, oh, I'm just going to jump into you. Like, you naturally just, like, you lift your arm up. It happens. I've done it before. You've done it before playing basketball. Like, if there's a collision, you'll lift your hand up to do that. People do it in, like, car accidents. They lift their hand up or they go like this. It's just natural instinct. To to say that you deliberately, like, may not deliberately try to snipe him out, that he's completely wrong. You can see that he doesn't – he's not looking to bump. He's gone up for the smother. It's a bit different to Van Ruyen who's running in the contest and just lifts his elbow and collects the guy deliberately because he's trying to make contact with him in the head like a lemon when they actually need him this week as a, as a taller forward option against the, uh, against the blues. Like that was dumb. Same with Jack Martin, dumb. Like I know he's going in to hurt people, but you're swinging your arm. You're going to hit someone in the head. What do you expect is going to happen when it goes to match review? They review everything these days. Both of those was pretty stupid acts. They review everything. weeks. You scratch your ass, it's going to go to the match review panel. Like, for indecency on the field. Like, fuck. It's ridiculous. I'm being serious. Like, oh, so you've got to be careful. They do review. Yeah. Next one up, we had the, the Blues defeating the Swans by six points. The Blues did control this game the whole way through, but the Swans had the more scoring opportunities. And if they kicked straight, they should have. they probably should have pinched this. They could have. They could have pinched it, and they played the well. Blues, they played well the, enough to pinch the, it. The Blues looked like they went into their shell a bit. When they got so they far in front, they, did. they, they didn't know how to close. So uh, they got there in the end. They got there in the end. So, you know, Blues fans are alive for another week. And, um, no, Mackay. They, they, they played well in that game, but I just feel like uh, Sydney was probably one of the lesser teams. Their midfield's probably not as good as, as some of the other midfields that are still left uh, in the, you know, in in the competition. Yeah, look. Mackay, that hurts. Yeah, 
Mackay out there, yeah, it probably hurts. It hurts. But, but, maybe, um, but they did play better without him throughout the season. They did. They did. And he did miss um, an absolute bunny directly in front. Did you see that? Yeah, well, a few Carlton fans that I've spoken to aren't uh, too worried about missing Mackay. Um, so, no, they're not. They're not at all. So, they've shown yeah, they, they can move... win without him during the season. Yeah, they move on to play the Ds this week, which we'll get to in a second. Magda, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining. The next one, let's be honest. If you've been, if you listened to this podcast for the last 20, how many weeks we had here? The last 25 weeks of the AFL season, probably 30 because we did previews and lead-ups. We both told you all that GWS is not going to be as terrible as what everyone was saying and they were not going to finish outside the eight, first of all. We said they'd finish in the top eight, which they did. And we said they will come up against St. Kilda last week and they will beat them. GWS is one of those teams, they can play any ground. It doesn't matter home, away, doesn't matter. They play anywhere. There's one team that doesn't know how to play at the MCG at all, and that is St. Kilda. And we told their fans mid-season, well, mainly after they scored, it was 7-9 to at halftime against North Melbourne at Marvel with the roof shut. We said to them, you can't win the flag and you can't win not just because you haven't got enough talent on your roster, because there are some young kids. They'll get a lot better. Let's not, I'm not going to diminish St. Kilda's future. They've got some really good young kids in that side. But you don't play any games at the G. So how are you expecting to win three games in a row outside the four? You have to win three games in a row at the G. Or potentially go interstate. How are you going to do that? If you can explain that to me in source, a St. Kilda fan will be much appreciated because you cannot. And it was proven again on Saturday that we were right. JWS was just too good for him. Way too good for him. So your thought, did you catch this game by any chance? Yeah, yeah, caught the game, watched most of it. JWS, too clean. Um, Josh Kelly had a great game, cracking game. One of the best Leather games I've ever seen him play. That's how much he, uh, he dominated, absolutely dominated. <laughs> Um, credit to, uh, I can't remember who was on Toby Green, but kept him really quiet. He got a goal early and then you didn't really see him too much for the rest of the game. He, he chimed in and did, did a few things, but kept him relatively quiet. But they just had too much class in other areas and they were too clean and in, in, around the ball. Um, and yeah, look, I think, what did I say last week? Is I was to choose one team as a lock going this week. I'd said GWS was the team that would win out of all the teams. That would be the team that I'm telling you 100,000% they are winning this week. And I was so sure. You said, you, I, I'm pretty like, sure you said bet your house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it was so obvious. So obvious. Saint, Saint Kilda you bet your are, house, you got two. St. <laughs> Kilda are rubbish. Seeing them play against us, against Essendon, and obviously they beat us. And I'm just like, man, I'm not impressed with them. And I've seen, the, you know, it's funny. When you go actually watch teams at a ground, yes. and, you know, yes. like me, you have, like, who has – very good seats when I sit at Marvel Stadium. I sit on the second level. I can see the whole ground. Mate, you see teams. You see how they work. And, mate, I've seen the same thing with Bulldogs. I've seen the same thing with St. Kilda when I watched that game. Um, you know, and I called both those teams wouldn't, wouldn't do anything this season, and they didn't. So, look, here we are. They're not in both of them around to, to you know, for the last day, in, Saturday in September. And um, I called it. And it was pretty obvious because they just they just didn't have it. They just didn't have that extra bit of you know something that they that you need to win a flag. On the money, completely agree. Matty Tabe, welcome. He said he's cheering up, uh, chilling out the back with a beer after a hard day. I like it. Like the hear it, mate. Uh, last game was an absolute rout, and Lions defeat Port Adelaide by forty eight points, one twenty three to seventy five. They smacked the living crap out of them. They look no good. Port Adelaide genuinely look like, honestly, they were like, let's just lose this game so we get a home final next week against JWS. That's genuinely what it looked like. They're like, there's no point wasting our legs against this team because we can't beat them. We're just trying to, we just beat JWS. But the funny thing you saw is there is no guarantee you're going to beat JWS this week. There is no guarantee. 
no guarantee at all you're going to beat GWS this week in Adelaide. So let's get to the games this week. There's nothing more to say in that game. Brisbane just dominated them. Uh, look, the one thing I will say is, you know, should we be talking about uh, Brisbane? You know, are they actually, is this going to be the year? They pull it together. Yeah, but they do this at the they do this at the Gabba all the time. Until the, the you just said it perfectly. Is this going to be the year? Till they prove it to us. No, they are fools gold in finals. Mate, they got they oh, had the opportunity have, when the have, when the grand yes, final was at their yes, own home ground. And yes, they you need to it. honestly you need to prove it to us because what we've seen is you bottled it more than Arsenal bottled the league, mate. Like you, they get they genuinely. Put a bubble. They put an AFL bubble in your state. You didn't have to move. You sat on your ass in your beautiful sunshine state with your family. You didn't have to move anywhere. All the Victorian clubs had to migrate into state. You got given home finals, home grand finals, home this, home that, and you still couldn't do it. Like, how much more? Like, that's like FIFA giving Messi the World Cup and him bottling it in the final. Like Mbappe won it. Like seriously, it's the same thing. Like it's oh, just ridiculous. FIFA did give Messi that World Cup. Yeah, mate. but what they I'm did. saying is, if Mbappe won it, then it's just like it was wasted. Yeah, it was yeah. wasted. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, like it's unbel- that. That come on, honestly, come on, Brisbane. Demons. Prove us wrong. Prove That's us the wrong. demons that they've given us, mate. And speaking about demons, they are the home side at the G on Friday night against the Blue Baggers. Gamble responsibly. They are the $1.69 favorites. These are the two informed teams coming into the finals. Have to play each other now. Your prediction source. I know where you want to go. You just got to do it because I know you want to do it because you want to see what I want to see. I do want to see it, but my preseason prediction was technically that. And I've got, you know, I should, but I'm telling you. It is that. You did predict that. That's a brand telling you. you predicted it. Yeah, I know that is, but unfortunately, it's not going to get there. It's not going to get there. I know, clearly. But I'm telling you, it is. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. The Blue Baggers, they will take it home. I'm telling you, they're playing the better football. Melbourne, although they had a lot of inside 50s, if they do that same game plan this week, which I actually think they won't be able to have that many inside 50s against Carlton because Carlton are better around the ball. They've got better ball winners in Patrick Cripps, in Walsh. They can actually you know, strangle back some of that midfield dominance that, you know, Collingwood um, – not Collingwood uh, – Yes, Collingwood lacked last week. Um, so I think the Blues will win. It's going to be a close game. The Blues are going to win by eight points. It's going to be a close game. Eight points the Blues will win by. And they're going to be going to a prelim. And Blue Abroad YouTube channel is going to – might blow up. It might – they might actually lose their marbles. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. I reckon they will. I am also going to tip the Blues because I want to at least once in my life at the ripe age of 30 where you can actually enjoy it. I want to see Collingwood Carlton play off in a grand final. I just want to see the absolute pandemonium that is Collingwood Carlton in 2023 at the G breaking records for attendance and the sheer enormity in the lead up to that matchup as a grand final would just be like out of this world. And the fact that they are now on like this game is on the opposite side of the draw and it can happen. And if Carlton win this, they have to go to Brisbane and and play them at the Gabba in a prelim. It is just the tail is the tail is set. It's it's on trajectory to happen. So I'm going the blues to get the job done. And I'd love to see see that. The second game on the Saturday at 7.40 p.m. is Port Adelaide versus GWS. I'll start with this one, and I am tipping the Giants. I'm tipping the Giants. I think all the hoo-ha around Port Adelaide at early on in the season, mid-season, they, they've run a form going into finals with shit house. Real shit. I think they lost 
four of their last five games or three of their last four games, and it just continued again on the weekend, and they looked horrible again, lethargic. They look worked out to me, personally. They look worked out. And I think GWS will ride the momentum and try and capitalize with belief that they can beat this side on the fact that they were ridden off for a whole entire season, including the preseason. There's belief and in Steve that. And Steve Emilio should be back as well. Yeah. So teams have belief in this. Like, you reckon they don't talk about that at the club, that the pundits and stuff wrote them off? There'll be nothing this year. What do you reckon that uh, Adam Kingsley is going to be showing them? No chance. This, that, blah, blah, blah. Everything that someone, uh, somebody said about this player, that motivation. player. Motivate him. So I'm going GWS. I'm going the Giants. I'm sure he's pulling out his inner, inner Deion Sanders motivational speeches, Adam Kingsley. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen that one. Yeah, it's bloody, it's hilarious. And I've, it saved, I've, I've saved it. I've watched it about 15 times. It gets me G'd up. It's time. elite. Um, Oh, geez, man. Oh, look, I'm just going to go port just because it's there. But your points are very valid, Dom. And I, I, I ag- actually agree with you. I agree with everything you've oh. said that, that they are playing the better football and that the form running into finals does matter, you know, and, and that inability to, to get back a bit of that mojo that they had throughout the season and some of that high-quality football that they did play, maybe it's just – it's gone. It's gone. So I'm going to tip Port Adelaide. Um, I think it will be a very, very, very close game. I think if Port Adelaide does win, they'll win by, say, four points. And um, But I wouldn't be surprised if GWS does win um, and, and and beat Port. Um, and it would probably be fitting in a way. Uh, you know, they started the season uh, thinking that they were going to, about to sack their coach. The coach rides them all the way to the top four. They re-sign him, and then they uh, go out in straight sets. It would be uh, a fitting end. Kosh would be loving that. They'd be Kosh, man. It would be great. It would be great. Uh, So they're the matchups. Look forward to those this week. Uh, Some some of the guys in the chat. uh, Sonny says, F United, F Arsenal. (laughs) Fair enough. Global says, G'day there, legendary lemons. How good is the weather? He goes, he's wearing his son's Melvin short shorts with one something hanging out of uh, his shorts. Uh, uh, Matty Tate said, imagine the drunks in the city afterwards for a Collingwood Carlton grand final. <laughs> Magda says, Bla- uh, blue baggers believe. GWS believe. Matty reckons Port will win at home. I and agree, there'll be Matty. a bit of Biffo as well. I agree. Now that I've got Global here, just quickly, because I sent you a message. I don't know if you received it, but Saucy's giving me the card. And I need to say thank you for everything you sent sent through. So, personal thank you to you, Global. Really appreciate it, Alex. Uh, and on that, we'll move on. We've got uh, – it's more of just a preview of everything coming up because we had international break for football. Uh, we've got a preview for the F1 race coming up. We'll get into NFL. We'll review some of the results. Uh, and we'll look at week two matchups. But we'll get to the EPL. I'll just – Burn through these. We've got Wolves, Liverpool, Villa Palace, Fulham, Luton, Manchester United, Brighton, Tottenham, Sheffield, West Ham, City, Newcastle, Brentford, which is, that'll be a cracker, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Arsenal versus Everton, and Nottingham versus Burnley. So those are the EPL games coming up. Don't worry. If you're covering EPL, you've got to cover the SPL because that is the top five league in the world. And I like saying the team's names. So we've got Al Akbud versus... that this week, isn't it? Yep. Yep. 15th, Friday morning, Source. Friday morning, 1 a.m. Your team plays 1 a.m. Friday morning. Al Itihad versus Al Akdud. We've got Al Waida versus Damak at 4 a.m. on Friday morning. Saturday morning, 1 a.m. Al Faya versus Al Shabab. Then we've got Al Khalij versus Al Fateh at 4, followed by Al Halal Al Riyadh. Abba versus Al uh, Etifak. Then Sunday morning, 1 a.m., we got Al-Hazem versus Al-Tay, Al-Raid versus Al-Nassar at 1 a.m. Oh, don't you worry. I'll be up watching that Al-Nassar game at 1 a.m. on Sunday morning. You can bank that in 100%. And then Al-Ali play Al-Tawun at 4 a.m. to close off round six. So SPL's back, baby. Let's go. Top five league. 
Uh, F1 Grand Prix this week is the Singapore Grand Prix at the Marina Bay Street Circuit. The king of street circuits is Sergio Perez, so he might get a look in this week. Definitely, uh, definitely on the on the list of to dos uh, in my lifetime. Uh, my we should go been do here it and and gone and done we- the Singapore night race, and he said it was really really good. Like obviously he's been to the one here in yeah. Melbourne a number of times, and he said it was amazing. And the way they do it there, they get like a, you know obviously artist after and after the actual race, it turns into a concert. So it's uh, pretty amazing. Everyone's allowed on the track, and it's a whole big concert there. So we should actually try cool to do it one year. We'll tee it up with the with the ladies and we'll go over there. They can shop and we can go to the F1. I reckon it'll be good. A lot of people have gone to the Singapore one. They love it. So yeah. So that is uh, on Sunday, earlier start source. It is a 10 PM start, not an 11 PM start this week. So 10 PM start for that one uh, in the Singaporean Grand Prix. We're flying through this NFL. uh, We have some results. From week one, uh, let me just get all the matches up. We had a terrible result for one team. That's for sure. We'll get to them in a second. But opening opening night, uh, Detroit beat Kansas City by one point, 21 to 20. And it's all over for Mahomes. This is what always happens. This is arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. And he's, it, his season's done because he lost against the Lions. Calm your farm. Relax. Uh, Washington... Defeat Arizona twenty to sixteen. Uh, San Francisco beat Pittsburgh thirty to seven. New Orleans sixteen to fifteen over the Titans. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat uh, your boy Kirky Cousins twenty to seventeen. Jacksonville defeat Indianapolis thirty one. That is actually your team. They got done by ten. Uh, how's your massage we going? Suck. How's your massage I'm, going I'm, to I'm, Sean Watson? Under uh, six and a half wins for the Colts this season, guaranteed. Yeah, they'll suck. Uh, Mr. Massage himself, sexual assault charges. Uh, freaking Deshaun Watson defeated Joey Burr Encht, uh 24-3. He was terrible. Highest paid player in the NFL, and he struggled big time. Uh, Baltimore defeat Houston Texans 25-9. to uh, Atlanta defeat the uh, Panthers 24-10. to Rams 30-13 to over the Seahawks. Philly defeat New England 25-20. to Dolphins defeat Justin Herbert, thirty-six to thirty-four. Didn't Jay have a lot of fun with Herbert in his uh, story when that happened? Uh, Vegas defeat the Broncos, seventeen to sixteen. Packers thirty-eight to twenty with Jordan Love, uh, and Dallas shut out the Giants, forty zip. Unbelievable, forty zip, and then a great win by the Jets over the Bills, twenty-two to sixteen. But the big talking point. On the fourth, the fourth snap in his first start for the Jets, Aaron Rodgers has actually snapped his Achilles and he's out for the season. If anyone has missed that, uh, I was watching this game live. It was unbelievable. He turned out of a sack, like tried to turn out of a sack. Sorry, got sacked, but when he turned, his uh, ankle looked like it got a bit stuck in the, in the AstroTurf and like slid a bit. And when it got stuck, he's actually ruptured his Achilles. Unbelievable. Everyone thought it was maybe a calf issue um, because he suffered a calf issue going into the preseason. But, you know, a lot of time source, when you do your Achilles, they touch the top of their, like the bottom of their calf in that area. Uh, KD did it when he did his Achilles. He touched just underneath his calf. It feels like, it's your calf, and then the pain just radiates all the way down, and then you realize it's actually your Achilles. So very unfortunate news. Very, very unfortunate. Uh, but we any comments on any games? Derails the season and derails my futures multis just like that because I had Whoa. New York to win eight games or more this season after them winning seven. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers should be able to oh, get Zach. them one extra game. They got Zach. I'm not, confident. I'm not confident that Zach friend, can get them eight wins. Wilson. I'm not confident that Zach can get them eight wins. Oh. You still eight eight of your mum's friends from you. Like I tell you that much. That's that's what he does best. He's the king of that. Hey, they, he got them the win in the end. Yeah, bloody earth. He actually played okay as the game got on, but in saying that, um, uh, what's his name? Josh Allen did throw four interceptions. So. 
pretty much gave him the game on a silver platter because he's a lemon. Uh, round two games, we got Philly versus Vikings, uh, Atlanta versus Green Bay, Buffalo versus Raiders, Bengals, Ravens, Lions, Seahawks, Texans, Colts, Jags, Chiefs, uh, Buccaneers, Bears, Titans, Chargers, Cardinals, Giants, Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, Jets, Broncos, Commanders, Patriots, Dolphins, Panthers, Saints, and Pittsburgh versus the Browns source. Those are the upcoming games this week. You can enjoy that. It's NFL. Over to you, mate. UFC. Well, Doma, UFC. Let me just tell you, it was uh, the card over the weekend. We had UFC 293 and threw out some big, big surprises. We'll talk to that in a second, but before we do, we just have to let everybody know that this segment is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap, your number one in MMA, BJJ, and martial arts hygiene. Don't, don't be the smelly guy at the gym. Roll in with confidence and destroy the competition. 100% Australian-owned, family-owned business out of South Australia. Support your local Roll Clean Soap, www.rollclean.com.au to get all your soap needs and your bath bombs and your boost balm and your magnesium bath salts and your beard oil, the works, whatever you think in terms of personal hygiene, they have you covered down at Roll Clean and it's all made with 100% natural ingredients and natural um, this is the essential badass, oils. That's right. essential the badass oils. Billy Gun beard oil. Badass beard oil. It's beautiful stuff, ladies and gentlemen. You can use it to shave. It lathers up beautiful on your loofah. So uh, make sure you check them out. Again, www.rollclean.com.au and use the code double coverage at checkout for 20% off your first order. Don't forget that part. All right. Doma, UFC 293 will run you through uh, the uh, a few uh, results. Obviously, in the prelims, we had a look because we had a few uh, Aussies uh, fighting. Um, so we had... Uh, Jamie Malarkey gets the win over John McDessie in a three-round uh, um, tough fight, um, but gets the win in points and unanimous decision. And then you had Jack Jenkins uh, taking a, uh, a loss, getting KO'd by Chep Marshall. Uh, so I didn't expect that one. I thought Jackie Jenkins would be able to get the win. So he takes the loss there. Uh, and then Carlos Ulberg gets the win over Da Wun Jung, uh, knocks him out, I think, in, in the third round. On the main card, you had Tyson Pedro, the Aussie, defeating Anton Turalj uh, in the light heavyweight division. He gets the win, first round KO. Justin Tafa, we know what hands he's got. And uh, let me just tell you, it was all set and done. Uh, you know, in the first round, he knocks out Austin Lane. And then in the flyweight uh, division, you have Manel Cape defeat Felipe Dos Santos. You would hope that Cape, uh, you know, got the win after the amount of trash talk he talked pre. Uh, the fight, uh, the co-main event, heavyweight. Tommy Vasa was defeated by Alex. I'm not sure he's just cut out there. Saucy's there. Uh, submission in the second round. Back. Chat, can we hear Saucy? Or is it me? It might be Sauce. I think he's gone. He's done. Oh dear. I might have to finish this. I might have to finish this. Let me just uh, find out. Sorry, guys. Let me just find out. Yeah, he's out. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's dropped out. All right, I'll finish this off. Uh, Adesanya versus Strickland in the main event. Uh, live, obviously, from the Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney, Australia. And I'll tell you what. Uh, Adesanya, one of the worst game plans by a champion. He honestly did not, did not look interested at all. And Strickland, I'm not sure if people... Uh, are aware, but Strickland actually went and trained. Are oh, you back? He's back. I was just giving a bit of context. 
that's okay. I was giving a bit of context behind Strickland and Adesanya. So Strickland actually went and sourced Alex Perea, who beat him and then obviously beat Adesanya. And he sourced Pereira's knowledge on and in wrestling and how to wrestle Adesanya when it, if it gets to the ground and all that type of stuff. And I was just saying, source Adesanya, one of the worst game plans ever. Decided to stand toe-to-toe with a boxer and try and beat him in the stand-up. And uh, I'll give it back to you. You can give him a rundown on the, the result after he decided to do something that stupid, to be honest. Yeah, well, it was a baffling game plan. Obviously, we've seen how he got rocked in the first round, and you're like, all right, second round, he has to come out. He has to not let the pace get pushed on him, which is what Strickland did in that first round. And you're like, you're waiting. All right, second round came, and Strickland still pushed the pace and, you know, looked looked like the guy who was trying to win the fight more, you know, getting landing uh, cleaner shots, coming forward. Um, The way he was – his blocking technique was very – Floyd Mayweather-like with the shoulder and, you know, he had the arm, the hand down there around the waist. Um, it was a bit unorthodox and I think that um, disrupted Izzy's, you know, ability to land clean strikes as it was unorthodox. Um, and, you know, he, he said himself that he wasn't he wasn't uh, a post-fight uh, uh, strictly. He said he wasn't going to, you know, go in there and leave anything to chance. He wasn't going to be one of those fighters that sits in there with Izzy and is too worried about his feints and his fakes and his, um, you know, all these little, you know, hip, little hip uh, checks uh, that he sort of throws and, you know, looks like he's going to throw a kick. He isn't. And he does all these little feints and and fakes. He said, no, nah, I'm just going to walk him down and, and walk at him and, and keep trying to th- uh, throw punches. And that's what he did. And he did that for five rounds and he looked a better fighter and deserved the win and won 46 to 49 on every single scorecard. And you can't argue with that. He was uh, the winner of that fight without a doubt. And congratulations to him. And we've got a new champion in the uh, middleweight division. Uh, I'm sure maybe Izzy gets a fight. I think this sets up a really, really good opportunity for the UFC. Um, You know, obviously Strickland's going to have to defend his title at some point. But I feel like, you know, Izzy probably, you know, does Izzy deserve a straightaway a rematch? I don't know. Maybe they make him work for it. Maybe they make him go beat uh, Duplessis and then the winner of that fought Strickland. I don't know what the goal is. But it'll be interesting to see what the UFC does in, in this situation. And, um, yeah, congratulations, Strickland. And he deserved that fight, man. He, he You know, six to one underdog, $6 he was paying. Um, just goes to show, mate, in this game, in this, you know, MMA, there's no sure things, mate. There's no sure things. Uh, let me just tell you that. It's, uh, you know, he, his game plan, he executed his game plan perfectly and um, Izzy got out outplayed. He got outplayed and dominated. Yeah. We've got uh, Sammy in the chat. Sammy, please just stay here for the next five minutes. And it is big boy... Movement 805 in the house. Is there a card this week, Saucy? Um, is there a card this week? I don't know because... Um, hang on. Let me go back. Oh, the, the the usual place where I look them up wasn't working, so I was just... Uh, um, right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 17th of September, is that this week? Yeah, that's this week, yeah. Yes, there is. Grasso versus Shevchenko too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It is too. I saw all those ads on KO. There we go. So Alessa Grasso versus Valentina Shevchenko, number two. And then you got... God, this is a good fight. It's actually Jack, a good card. You got Jack Kevin Mendel- Holland. Yeah. Jack Della Mendelina. Mandalina yeah. against Kevin Holland. That will be a cracking fight. And then you got our guy Raul Rosas Jr. against oh, Terrence Mitchell. He's back oh, after nice. his first loss. So let's see if he can Raul bounce back. Rosas. So some some good fights on. Make sure you check it out. Um, I believe what time does it kick off? I have no idea. 12 p.m. 12 p.m. It kicks off the main card, and I think the uh, prelim card kicks off from 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So check out your local guides for wherever it starts near you. Definitely. Magda said Volk is the GOAT. Apparently, he said UFC 300. He wants to fight McGregor. McGregor reckons he will beat him up. 
Yeah, you okay. get belted. McGregor, yeah, you get destroyed. Good luck, McGregor. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. Um, Sammy says he loves us. Love you too. This past championship fights, all underdogs being winning. Yes, 100%. 100%. Strickland won. Uh, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley won. Now, a lot Correct. of people saying that Colby Covington just needs to beat Leon Edwards and it'll be completed three from three. Just imagine Colby Covington becomes the champ source. The amount of shit that is going to be talk. Like, just imagine the three champions. They're all the biggest shit talkers. Strickland is just the most erratic of the three. He's just nuts. He is. But Colby Colby Covington just talks that much trash. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's lemon of the week. Do you have one? Do you want to just give, I can give you one to just give him a lemon straight up. We don't have to get into it. Kevin Porter Jr. You, sir, are a Lemon. You don't know the story. Go check it out. It is uh is it Miles Bridges, the guy, the the one that's I always get him confused. Yes, yes. Yep. He's the other lemon. They did the same thing as Kevin Porter Jr. Ridiculous. Uh we do not promote any of that shit. And if that stuff is happening to any women that listen to this podcast, please do seek help. He's a he's the definition of a lemon. And he's also a fuckwit. So yeah. Oh, I've got nothing else to say on that. He's a piece Liquid of shit. He should never cards. Liquidate he, the KPJ he card. Should, he should never yeah, there you go. Lemon Porter Jr. says Brett. <laughs> Definitely. Massive lemon. Uh, Sammy said they all make money. UFC will sell pay-per-views. I completely agree. Let's get into hobby talk, Source. The reason why I wanted this great man here, Mr. Big Boy Movement 805, to remain in the house. Stay in the right? house, Big Boy. Just don't go anywhere. Because old Juanito, right, old card porn, we're going to reveal live our source from two years ago. And it was... Sammy, Big Boy Movement 805. On Instagram. On Instagram. Because we he come on our podcast really early in the first six months. Um, and we're from Australia, obviously. And Big Boy lo- loved us. And he'd done a few lives with us. And um, we stayed in contact a heap. And we spoke a lot during COVID. And um, obviously, we haven't spoken a lot recently. And we hope you're well. Like, busy lives. We all went back to work. He was locked up. We were locked up. And now we're back to work. But Big Boy came to us on one of those fine lockdown afternoons in 2021, very early on. And Sammy goes, Doma Sauce. I know who card porn is. And we're like, nah, no way. And he goes, he's Australian. And I said, no, he's not. No way. He goes, yeah, he's one of you guys. That's what he said. He goes, he's one of you guys. His name is Juan Garcia. This is, I shit you not. He goes, his name is Juan Garcia. And he's behind the account food porn. Correct. He owns card porn now. And he's best friends with all the high rollers in the hobby. Sammy said, no one listens to me. No one listened to us when we try to reiterate what you said. We, 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 Sammy, we listened to you and we told people this information on our podcast and said, you know, obviously we didn't drop your name or anything, but we said, till now, you know, till now which we're happy to say, we listened to you, Sammy. We tried to tell people that card porn, Juanito, was a lemon and to stop <laughs> giving him air, block him. He's a complete lemon. Don't give him any air. Just ignore him. It's better. Your hobby experience would be better if you just block his account and just ignore it. Ignore him. He's a lemon, right? But people didn't want to listen. And now and we are where we are. Exactly. And since the roundtable discussion last week, of course, more fake boxes have come out. And Sammy says, sucks because he has my the same last name. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks for you that he has the same last name as you. And then it sucks for us that he's an, he's an Aussie. So it makes us Aussies look like we're scammers. 
Don't Which worry, mate. Are, I think that's just I think that's just one of many aliases that he's used, mate. I think he's had yeah. multiple, multiple names. Do yourself um, a favor, so... ladies and gentlemen. Do yourself a favor. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of last names. He's got like Wani, uh, Juan Garcia, Juanito. What's the other one that he uses? Jonathan, John, Brian Weddig. Maybe that one. I don't know. Am I joking about that one or am I being legit? Who knows? Do you think I'm joking about that one this time? People listening? Uh, Mr. Wedding? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do yourself check some out. research. Check it uh, out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Jay, what a legend this card porn fella is. Modern day Ned Kelly. Go the underdog. He's lost hey, the look, plot. You know what I will say? And I will speak to that, right? Let's just let's just not let's just let's just think about what he's done. The 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 elaborate the elaborate plan of what he's done. I mean, obviously we we know the elaborate plan around the the situation with the Jordan jersey, but just think about all the other stuff before. How much stuff has this guy gotten away with? How much stuff has he gotten authenticated that wasn't authentic? How much stuff has he? How many uh, BBC E raps rolls of BBC E rap has he bought off Alibaba and wrapped? Um, products with you know what else has he done uh what else has he done um yes ladies and gentlemen you can buy bbce rap off alibaba yes it's not that difficult i can go on there and buy it oh, it looks oh dear and it, it's oh completely the same oh oh dear um, sammy sammy says he has a special name and he'll say it here john aguilar oh oh dear oh dear Ooh, there Ooh. we go more names are coming out John Aguilar. Write that one down. I'll write that one down. Don't worry. John. I'll double coverage. Aguilar. There you go. You, you I'm get the put, things I'm putting, first I'm putting you the HGO onto him. <laughs> Brett Ricketts. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, the, man, the, manhunt, the manhunt is on. The manhunt is on. I, you know what? I, I shouldn't say this, but it just... In a, in a in a little way, a little a little bit of me, even though he's you know he is a scumbag, a little bit of me wants him to get away with it, just just to show you guys the complete um, unregulated market that we have here, what we're doing here, or the unregulated industry. I shouldn't call it a market, unregulated industry in the hobby, in in cards, in all this stuff. It is there's no regulation. There there's nothing to it. You know, I understand like where he. You know, what's what's to stop him from, you know, getting a a fake FLIR card printed that's good enough to not get picked up by PSA or Be- Beckett or him, you know, being a part of the Ronaldo rookie sticker um, scam that, you know, Beckett was authenticating how many fake Ronaldo rookie stickers they had found out how to print them, reprint them and everything. Who knows? He could have been a part of that. Like You don't know. You don't know and you never so know. It's things. like... There's so many layers to it that it's unbelievable. Source, Mr. John Aguilar has been uh, got an elaborate little scheme going. But look, and, uh, I say I say I want him to get away with it. Just just to go to people, mate. You need you need to be careful in this hobby, mate. You need to be careful, and no one no one in their right mind should be spending the ridiculous amounts of money that some people spend in this hobby on certain items. It, it's just it is complete idiocy, if you ask me. And some and and look, sorry, but you know some of the people that did get scammed, I actually don't feel sorry for them because I w- I would never in a million years be spending a hundred thousand plus on a card. It just it I just can't fathom it. I just can't fathom it. I, you know, I I just don't see the necessity for it. Why do you need to own an a hundred thousand dollar piece of cardboard? Why? Why? It's stupid. It's actually stupid. Oh. Sammy said he uses the last expensive. name of his mum. Uh, Carporn got paid by Golden to go live with Drake. I'm telling you, this, this, by the way, this is just him at the moment. Like, this is genuinely him. Everyone looking for him, and this is him. He's just. <laughs> there he is. Catch me if you can. Just honestly, like, but this is the thing. It's so elaborate. This stuff, like, if like a scammer, it's like, 
Sammy said, I've got so much information on this dude. No joke. I was holding it just in case I need it for some shit. <laughs> I believe it, man. I believe it. This is the guy, ladies and gentlemen, that when people were getting scammed, like from Australia by people over in the States, but Saucy helped someone here that got scammed from Australia, got yep. scammed, and the person happened to be in LA, contacted Sammy, and Sammy worked it out for the person. Got him his card sent from the break. Don't worry, Jay. You don't think that's on... Jay, you don't reckon that's on my agenda of shit to go through right here? That's going to happen. Uh, Global said, I was looking through my dealings with Carpon. I think I was duped, but I should have realized when the one of one was a one of one. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's Scammers funny. sniff out lack of oversight and regulation like Saucy picks lemons. It's natural to them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's just funny. It's just funny. We said this the moment this story broke, and I know a lot of other people have said it now, but it's just funny how all these big wigs that were connected to this account have gone silent. Have you ever watched Entourage? I know Saucy has. We know when Ari Gold used to say silence is golden. Yeah. It's genuinely golden in this instance. Wink, wink. (laughs) It genuinely is. And for him to come, honestly... Not to get involved in it and start any other speculation, but if if Golden was involved with this account and this person, for him to call Raul and then Raul to make a video saying that Golden said all this stuff and I hate Juan Garcia and I hate this person, I never liked him. I'll tell you what, Ken, the first person he rats on is you now. You should keep your mouth shut. Because he gets caught, you're the first one that's going down with the whole scheme if you were involved. In, like, you don't even have to be involved in it. If you were in the same room with this guy multiple times, multiple occasions, he'll imp- try and implicate you. You could be the most innocent person. I know you've probably got the best lawyers on the planet. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you've got a nine-figure bank account. If you haven't got the best lawyers on the planet, then there's something wrong. So Correct. But at the same time, everyone that's been around and involved with this person is implicated in all this bullshit. Whether you want to want to be or not, you were there with this person. It's just unfortunate. So Magda said, Jay, we were on the show last week. Jay can't get enough of this show. He, he He's ready for the next round table. He's already organized the thumbnail for it. I guess Golden paid him so he won't talk shit at the end. Well... What do you mean? That works in favor of Juan. If he actually paid him, then he just says, oh, here you go. He paid me. So there you go. He's cooked after that. If there's actual transactions and documents that prove that, it's game over, isn't it? Outside of obviously the auction that they put. Yeah. We love Jay. So it, it is all speculation, as Jay says, until... It comes out and you've got to catch the person. He's not going to get called or Brian Wedding or John Aguilar or Jonathan or Wani or Juanito or Wanka. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> this is but... good. This is good. Brett says Juan is hiding with Card Kahuna. Oh, Card Lemon. <laughs> Another Lemon. You know what the you know what the best one was, Sauce? We should we forgot to bring it up on the round table. I'll bring it up next time again anyway. But you know what the funniest part of it was? One of the big accounts that came out to bash card porn when this story came out was the great Lamont of all people to come and bag an account I know it's that idiot that idiot like yes what we're talking we're talking about the great curator we we only refer to him on this show as the great Lamont all right so from now on that's it the great Lamont that's all he's called you got um but there's been so many things source in terms of like ridiculous shit you've got that you've got fuck. Um, we'll get to spuds in a second. We'll get to that. But you got like rip and wax, sack cards, all these people. Like it's just ridiculous. It just goes on and yeah. on and on and on. How, but, how many well, people have have we called out on this show? And I mean, we you know we've been blocked for a few people because they're not happy with the way we've called out their bullshit. You know, PWCC being one, uh, obviously the sack cards being, being another, a second, card porn being another when they tried to take us down. You know, we 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 ain't afraid to tell you what the truth is, mate, and that you're a lemon. 
And I mean, all three of those people are just accounts are just big. Oh, like, the great Lamont also blocked us. He blocked us after we tagged. Yeah, the great Lamont times. Telling all the shit. Lamont. Yeah, he didn't like. He didn't appreciate it either. So anyway, deserve source deserve the latest and greatest. Obviously, some more stuffs come out with more BBC rap with Carpool, but. We don't need to talk about Wanito anymore because we'll cover that more in depth when more Darren Ravel stuff comes out. Yeah, when more stuff comes out, yeah. and obviously we're going to have another roundtable in a few weeks. But so Dan will be back on the show and he can give us a rundown and we can talk a bit more about it then. But um, but, but of course, yeah. Spuds. We can't we can't go an episode without talking about Spuds. If you don't know who Spuds is, Source is going to explain who that is. So, Goma. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, obviously... If you haven't seen it, go check out this video. And I'll just I just want to bring it up quickly just so I don't you know mess up which one it was actually uh, which video which video it actually was. Um this is the one here, right? All right, so let me share it. Here we go. So sports card radio did this uh video, uh sports cards investing and breaks rigged. Um and just go watch it. Go watch it. Check it out. And you let me know what they've done there. Is th- is that okay? Is that okay? Um, now, I mean, what? It's in my opinion, it's not right. And in essence, Doma, what they've done so is they've got a repack who's by this guy here. If you if you can see, there's that guy there. That's Nubs, also known as Spuds. Um, <laughs> and he is the guy who created this repack. And this repack's like a, it's a, you know, it's a pretty intense repack. It's quite expensive. Uh, I think there was like a hundred print run or something. And they had, they were auctioning off each repack on, each repack spot on whatnot. So they put it there, boom, starting bid this. And, you know, on average, they're going for around three to $4,000 a repack. And there were some really big cards in there. You know what I mean? Like uh, Anthony Edwards, you know, NT RPAs. And, you know, there was big there was big cards in there. Obviously, some packs, you're not going to get back your money, but it is what it is. That's a repack. That's opening cards, right? Um, but where it gets spicy here is, is, is you can see in the video that they've got a little, you know, turn thing that they have balls in. Um, I forget the actual name for it, but you know, like they do the lotto, a lotto ball machine. And right in the last 20 spins, the last 15 spots that were left, there just happened to be one golden ticket left or something along those lines. And these, and these golden tickets, what they did, it got you into after the break, got you into a, a, a randomized entry uh, with the other people who hit the golden tickets to win a dual auto LeBron and Michael Jordan card. So the card's worth quite a bit. So everyone wants this golden ticket. Now, what they've done here is the last 15 balls, they've put uh, spuds on the spinner, the guy who's actually packed the repack. So maybe he's the one guy in the room that actually knows which numbers and what cards and what is in what repack, right? And you can visibly, visibly see that he's doing dodgies. So they've rigged it that there was a so that there was a golden ticket right down to the last three balls, right? And what that has done is because there was still a golden ticket left, that has incentivized people to bid more, meaning that they have a higher chance of still to get that remaining golden ticket. And what they've done is, on average, the bids were going for around each repack was going for about three thousand dollars to four thousand dollars. Those last one last balls in those last fifteen were going up to seven to eight thousand dollars a bid so nearly double so they were extorting money out of people by rigging the the lotto by having spuds on it at the end because he knew where the golden ticket was and they rigged it that there was a golden ticket right down to the last two not just one not just three the last two balls in the in there that's just Ladies and gentlemen, we've told you a number of times. These and this is this is backyard breaks that's running this. This is in this is this is Spuds has obviously put the repack together and put up I didn't all know the this. equity. And backyard breaks has sold all the spots on whatnot and done the break. And then allowed and it's Spuds on, and, and it's on whatnot. And it's on whatnot, right? Ladies and gentlemen, just just go watch that video. You'll see it's so dodgy. You can see he's clearly doing the fake shuffle and whatever uh, Ryan, oh. you know, from uh, SCR says there. 
mate, it's obvious. It's it's clear as day, and you can you can see that they've oh, rigged it so that they can extort more money out of people. And Matty Tabe, yeah, just a lazy 500k payday. Yes, it is a 500k payday because there was about 100 repacks and they sold on average for about 5k each. So yeah, there you go. You do the math. Uh, it was five hundred thousand dollars, and it just, mate, you got to understand what these people are doing. Like he's probably invested three hundred thousand dollars or something like that, or three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars into that repack, and then they're reselling those repacks and then making probably one hundred and fifty bands on top of and, it. And and backyard breaks get their little commission. And backyard breaks probably get, he's probably like, I'll give you 20% for selling all the spots or whatever, 15%. And they're like, yep, this is easy. That, easy that was actually, us. Jay's comment there just shows how gullible and idiotic they are. That that was genuinely going to be my next follow-up. Like, are these people for real? It's ridiculous. Well, if you, if you, if you catch on to the grift, yeah, if you catch on to the grift early, yeah, and you realize what's happening because you know these people are all grifters. You would, je- if that was me, and I was watching this backyard breaks with spuds on whatnot, I would have waited to the last two too, and I would have paid nine grand. Why not? The problem is, there's people in there re- recurring, like putting more and more money into this thing, thinking that oh, I'm going to hit, it, I'm going to hit it. You know who's involved. You just wait for the last two. Then you want to bid, you bid. Then you hit the card and you make some money off the card. Like you got to see through their, their scam. The whole thing's a sham, mate, in the end of the day. They're all lemons. I'd say that's what I'd do if I was if I saw through it. Would I actually do it though? No, because I'm not spending $9,000 on a fucking repack. Set up by some lemon. Run by some nice. lemon. Sold on some lemon platform. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's yes, that is on the money. Backyard breaks makes whatnot a, a shitload of money. On, on point. Yes, correct, correct. I'll be interested to see whether Fanatics lets them on their platform, lets them on Fanatics Live or not. Or... They will because they have such a big following. They'd be stupid not to. Well, anyway, I, but... so they were talking about Ryan was talking about that they he believes that they've got a exclusive contract with to break on whatnot. So that's why they can't go there. At oh, the okay. moment. but maybe eventually down the track, maybe they will. Just, I don't know. Just the last one, source. We're going to wrap it up. But this is just food for thought for people out there. All right, I want people to think about this. And think about, as Source mentioned before, fake stickers, fake slabs on auction houses and on sales and fake boxes and wrappings and BBC this and this and that and whatnot, all right? Pardon the pun. Just food for thought, all right? You can just go on Alibaba, all right? This is food for thought, ladies and gentlemen. I just want you all to think about this. Just a bit of homework for the Double Coverage listeners. This is off Alibaba. There you go. CSG old slab with the label. So you can get, it doesn't come with the card, all right? You don't get the card. But you can have the card and get a customized label for the card. Slab the card. And it's got a fake, on the back, it's, this, is, this is a screenshot, but it's got a fake QR code on the back. So it looks rigid itch. And sell it off to some people. Anyway, that's a Luca. So this is food for thought. Sauce, I think you know where I'm going with this. Here's a PSA slab. Here you go. You can buy one of ones. But funnily enough, there's two. Multiple one of ones. Put them in fake slabs. Here you go. Wholesale NBA basketball trading cards, cheap. 500 pieces. You can just get 500 Jordans made at $0.07. Cents. Flog them off. You're muted. Swanito, you're muted. There you go. I'm just I'm just putting it out there, right? I would not be surprised because like a, a card like that, if someone's buying that Jordan card for $0.07, yeah. cents, right, and $0.09, cents, mate, you can easily sell that card for a few bucks. So if you bought 
500 of them and then sold each one for three to five dollars, you do the math. You've made 1500 bucks. So, my, my little bit of homework for everyone out there is to just think about this. Am I going to leave you on this one? Just think about this. Think about how many auctions and how many items get sold on these platforms. And think about how many times fake cards or trim cards have fallen through the cracks through grading companies, through authentication companies, through BBC, rap companies. Just think about that. Think about cards getting put on auction houses and then selling it and then going, well, it's the responsibility of the grading company. And then the grading company says, no, it's a responsibility of the auction house, the, the pass in the buck. How many times we've seen that? Just think about it. And don't think for one second, all right, this here, like these Jordan cards, those slabs, don't think for one second when people catch on to it that these manufacturers go, you know what? We're going to make it an even shitter product. They just get better and better and better. It costs them one cent to make that card that makes seven to nine cents. They make an 800, 900% profit. Cost them one cent. And don't think for one second that the quality gets worse. They only get better and better because they want to make more sales coming out of these Chinese work uh, warehouses. So on that note, just think very, very hard. Think about every story we've had in the last three years and two years last year. Fake slabs this. PSA slabs frost when they crack. Don't think for one second that those ones don't. So just think long and hard. On that note, keep living, loving, and breathing sport. It's Dom with a great man source. Take care, John Aguilar. And peace. Peace, Brian. See you, Brian. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.